A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then loop up and get on top. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. I didn't know. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone out there. How you doing? In podcast land. Yeah. Um, Welcome back to another By the By. Yes, we're back. Uh-huh. Uh, we are pretty excited with the responses that we got from our recent podcast where we watched Professor Marston and the Wonder Women. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of responses from that one. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of awesome how many people responded saying they had never seen it or they saw it or it was like it was only showing for one weekend in one theater. <laughs> um, we did find out that apparently it is on Canadian Netflix. Lucky Canadians, <laughs> so man. You have a VPN, VPN into <laughs> Canada, and you can watch it from there. I don't know about U.S. Netflix. I don't know. I didn't think to check that one. Yeah. So, well, because I'm too lazy to get the VPN. <laughs> Even though you just told people to VPN. <laughs> I am fully supporting that. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really good, though, that at least Canadians can watch it on Netflix for free. That's good. Well, it's not for free. They pay for a subscription service. Well, fine, fine, fine. But they're not paying to like rent the movie or <laughs> whatever. Touché, yeah. Touché. yeah. But it is worth paying yeah. for and renting and buying if you if you need to. It is. Absolutely. And we've actually had a few people say that they did. You know, they found it and watched it and whatnot, like outside of Canada. Yes. And had some um, other suggestions uh, on things that we should watch. And people want us to do more uh, movie reviews. Yeah, absolutely. We had a, like Bradford said, we had a few movies that people recommended. I think there's a TV show as well. So we've got, we've got some watching to do. Yeah. Lucy, <laughs> you've got some watching to do. Uh, I think, I think we need some couch cuddle time. And, that's my best Ricky Ricardo. Yeah. And watching some TV and movies. It's too hot to couch cuddle. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, for, for those of you um, on the Northern Hemisphere, going into winter we are coming into summer and we live in an apartment without ac yeah and so yep. yesterday was blisteringly hot i mean it was like i don't know 90 it, it was Fahrenheit. 30, it wasn't nothing it was 37 c i forget what that no that's close to body temperature because isn't body temperature 36.9 i don't know i think so you're the smart one yeah i'm pretty sure it is so I'm it was only would, the funny one. it would have been upper 90s yeah it was hot though yeah i mean yeah yeah yeah. It was painful. Mm. Um, so cuddle time, couch cuddle time is becoming <laughs> like wrap yourself in popsicles. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> or we fill the bathtub with ice cold water and, and then drag get in there. iPad in there. 
that actually that doesn't sound bad. Let's do that. Let's do that. Uh, yeah. So um, thank you for all those folks out there who who reached out to us. I was really surprised at the yeah. response that we had. Well, and it was good because it's a great movie, and it was fun to talk about it and and to debate it with Chris and with Leo, and then to get that kind of response is just yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, I really love telling both of them that they're wrong. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You love telling everybody that they're wrong. Also, we keep getting emails about Leo and his fucking voice. Look, he is not that special. I love him. And he's a great human. But his voice, like, oh, he could read the phone book. I mean, Leo, you're just, I don't know. What do you have to say for yourself? God damn. Uh-huh. How, how can you argue with that, Bradford? I know. I yeah, mean, yeah. I do. I, he is great. But um, and then also we had a message that was, look, we feel like the gentleman is getting <laughs> the short end of the stick. His accent makes me wet. And I was like, oh, you know, what about Angela and Bradford? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for the record, we do still love the gentleman very much. Oh, absolutely. Um, and yeah, what about us? Come on, people. Yeah, come on. Like, <laughs> tell us more about us. It's our goddamn podcast. Anyway. Um, uh, however, for those of you who are interested in hearing more of Leo, stay tuned because there is a special project coming up. I was going to say, are we even allowed to talk about this? We're yet? just going to do a little teaser and just say that there's a special project coming up with Leo and you might potentially be hearing a little bit more of his voice. We're doing a musical episode. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my God. By the by, superstar. We would lose so many listeners. <laughs> At some point, the Yoda beatboxing would come in. But we would gain so many listeners. Would we? (laughs) And potentially a Tony Award. (laughs) Do they make Razzies for Tonys? (laughs) Just asking for a friend. Oh, my God. That friend is me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so um, cool. Uh, Let's really quick talk about uh, our friends over at altplayground.net. Yeah. So, like, I got to be honest. When I get on the website... My favorite part of the website is literally what most people might think is the boring part, but it's not. It's the dashboard. That is the, when you first log in, it's the first thing you see, and it is a list of all kinds of options and things that you can do. They've got the video corner where you can see all the little videos that are going on, uh, announcements for uh, for events or, or stories or, or things that are of interest to uh, those of us in the lifestyle. There's the big wall, which is also great. It's where we always post our little pictures and where other folks can post theirs. Lists of podcasts, all the podcasts. Uh, producers that are friends of alt playground they all of their all of our feeds are there so it's like in one like really sexy place uh yeah and then you see all the new images and all the fresh faces uh the people who are online the new people who who just signed up it's it's basically the one-stop shop for everything you want for lifestyle friendliness and uh yeah it's it's i think if you know, if we're going to do the musical episode, mm-hmm. it is a few of my favorite things. <laughs> well, it's good because you can get a really quick overview as to what's going on. And like, it's it's pretty easy to navigate. So, yeah, I like being able to get that snapshot pretty Big quick. wall and podcast and video corner announcements and images. And I don't know what rhymes with corner. I'm a horner. I'm a horner. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jack Horner is not a member. He might be. He might. Look him up, see if he's on there. I don't know. Is he still alive? If he was. See if anybody has that username. Jurassic Flirt. Uh Which leads me into today's podcast. 
<laughs> well done. Nice segue. Thanks. Yeah. That was an accident. Accidental segue. <laughs> I'm sometimes the clever one. Uh-huh. Always the funny one. Clever girl. <laughs> oh, oh, damn it. I'm not even the funny one anymore. <laughs> so we've had. I don't know how what how, what's the is it a metric shit ton or just so a, many uh, so so many yeah. we've had a number of people want to ask us questions about flirting and how do I flirt and I'm new to the lifestyle or um, I've been under lockdown for the last eleven months <laughs> and I don't know how to talk to people and my cat hates me you know who you are uh, <laughs> and and that's fine what we want to do right now is teach you. How to flirt. Yeah. So we went into the Wayback Machine. We were like, Could you, we want to record this whole podcast over again? It's like, why? We did it right the first time. Sure. <laughs> no, we actually really did cover a lot of material. It was back in 2017. And uh, we covered a lot of material then. And it's the same stuff we'd be saying now. Yeah. Um, we'd and, just be saying it faster and with better mics. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and realistically... Like the the science and technology behind flirting hasn't changed in the last three years. No, um, I don't think COVID has really changed flirting. <laughs> it's made it more important. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we're going to take you back to Paradise River. Is that right? City. Paradise City. See, I know the songs. I'm down with the lingo. I'm. I'm <laughs> God damn it. Uh, no. So we're going to take you back to 2017 and. Uh, and, and listen to uh, what Angela and Bradford from the past said a long, long time ago. So what are we talking about tonight? Uh, we're talking about flirting. Ooh, because I, everybody always wants to know about flirting. I like flirting. Yeah. And a lot of times, too, what happens is you know we talk to some of our friends, and or swinger friends, I guess, and some of them... You know, many of them actually, I would say, open up their relationships after many years of marriage. And you sometimes kind of forget how to flirt and get back into it. And not just how to do it, but then how to recognize when someone's flirting with you. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go through some little tips and tricks and things to look out for and things to do yourself if there's someone you're interested in. So I always think of Lolo Lady, and I'm calling her out on this one because <laughs> she is notoriously shit at flirting. Um, and she jokingly said at one point that her flirting style is like this. She looks at someone, she smiles and goes, I like bread. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think that that has worked for her actually pretty well, because I think at one point somebody responded, well, I like cheese. And next thing you know, they were making sandwiches. So (laughs) that to me seems like a positive thing. Um, Now you just need somebody to say, I like ham and they've got a wonderful sandwich threesome. I know. This is like the menage de deliciousness. Um, So yeah, it, that just cracks me up. But um, yeah. So flirting for me, I've always liked, um, I've always, I've always been a flirt and I, yeah, you have. (laughs) Well, it's funny. I do it. I've always done it really without even thinking about it. And I tend to flirt with people that I'm not even interested in. It's just me. That's my personality. I think that's the thing is um, people think I'm flirting with them even when I'm just being nice and friendly. Maybe it's because I'm being nice and friendly. Um, Some people aren't used to that. I guess so. Um, But so uh, there was a a study um, done by um, Dr. Albert Mehrabian. Mehrabian? Mehrabian. Easy for you to say. I don't know. Um, But his his name is M-E-H-R-A-B-I-A-N. 
I wasn't ready to actually to speak today. Um, but it's the seven thirty eight fifty five rule. Okay. <laughs> so uh, when we talk about interpersonal communication or talking or how we communicate with people, only seven percent of it is spoken word. Thirty eight percent is voice and tone of voice, and fifty five percent is body language. So I mean, that's just saying that most importantly. You communicate your intentions, more than 50% of that is how you present yourself, body language and and whatnot. And that also means that you should pay attention to other people's body language and try to figure out what they're telling you with their body as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Over 50%? I believe it, though, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Because body language and tone of voice can tell you so, so, so much. much about how yeah. people... And we, we tend to judge people. You know, we always say don't judge a book by its cover, but... We tend to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if your cover is, you know, at least presented well without happy creases. Happy and open. And, yeah, and, yeah. Like happy and bubbly and excited or interested. Yeah. Um, or at least smiling. That's, mm-hmm. I think that's key. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I'm all raspy because we were up so late the last two nights and I'm like, all, oh, <laughs> hey, how's it going? Yeah, sexy smoker's voice. <laughs> Clearly, and I've not been smoking, so I'm doing something r- wrong or really right. Um, so there was this really, really awesome book that I read called The Like Switch mm-hmm. uh, by Jack Schaefer and somebody else, um, Marvin Carlins. Um, the Like Switch. Highly recommended. It was really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Fascinating read. So he talks about the the friendship formula, and, and, like, uh, and I would sort of... Combine that with flirting is that friendship formula, and because yeah. anytime we're interested in somebody and we want to flirt with them, what we're really trying to do is is build a relationship or build a friendship. Um, and he says that friendship is equal to the proximity plus duration plus frequency plus intensity of time spent with people. So proximity, how much, how close are you to that person? Duration, how much time do you spend with that person? Frequency, how often do you see that person? And intensity, um, which is how, wh- what is the intensity of, of the relationship or, or, or the time spent uh, to build that relationship? And that always, I mean, again, this sounds like commonsensical, commonsensical stuff, but it, I, don't, I didn't Some, ever think about it until yeah. he sort of broke it down. I was like, oh, yeah, that does make sense. And when you look back at, at your current relationships, not just, you know, like romantic partner relationships, but even friendships and people at work that you like, um, people that you get along with you, and you start to think about, like, how did your relationship with them, how was it established? And oftentimes you can see those principles in there and that, like, oh, yeah, they were either around a lot or they're just, you know, that intensity, like, you know. It was a stressful just, time at work yeah. and we had to bond, bind or bond together yeah. to, to be successful. And you look at your family members that you're closest to, the same kind of thing. You know, is it duration? Is it the proximity? That kind of thing. And yeah. and you can see it in all different walks of life. And, and some sometimes one or two of those may be a lot stronger than the others, but you still need some combination of all four to make it work. You know, and, and I would use the, the bar... Um, like a bar situation. Let's look at that as a, for use. How you might use this for flirting. Um, I think the easiest one to, to it, let's say there's someone you're interested in at the bar, and they're sitting at the bar, and you're not sitting at the bar. Um, so frequency would be the number of times you're going up to the bar, uh-huh. which may not be to get drinks because do not get drunk. Drunk flirts are are not good flirts. Um, but you can walk up to the bar, ask for a napkin or, or a serviette, and walk up to the bar and I don't know, check out what they had behind the bar pick up a menu. Mm-hmm. And so you can do this 
to sort of make yourself more available. And we've all done that before where the more times we go up to the bar, we keep seeing the same people. At some point you break the ice and one of you will say something to the other. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's kind of a a quick smile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or duration. If you're standing at the bar, you know, the longer you stand at the bar, the more easy it becomes to strike up the conversation with the person um, who's sitting there or who's already at the bar. And again, that proximity, how close are you? You know, and we're not saying be on top of them, but I'm saying, you know, it's easier to strike up a conversation if you're at the stool next to the person than you are if you're on the other side of the bar. Yeah. Um, and intensity. I think intensity is something that might be difficult to, to do at the bar, but um, if both of you ordered the same drink, that's a, a commonality. So intensity mm-hmm. here would be something that you both share. Um, yeah. Or or a, a what are you drinking kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What How intense, you know, you can imagine a situation where somebody spilt the drink. That would be an intense, like, holy shit, but, you know. Don't I would, spill don't your spill drink your either. Drink. Especially on them. Don't do that. Or at the bar, yeah. Yeah. That's just work for other people. <laughs> um, I want to make it very clear, too, that this is not um, um, that stupid pickup artist shit. Um, I hate those guys. What? Uh, you mean that doesn't work? I know, right? No, I think it does work, and that's what's yeah. what's really sad. Um, I have no idea. I I started reading the book just to sort of get an idea of mm-hmm. what the where the guy was coming from, and as I read the book, I'm like, oh my god, you're a monster! I, I, I don't, you're you're kind of a dick, a complete yeah. douche, um, and I couldn't even finish the book. And there's yeah, there you go. So that's my story. Um, what I like, I like this I stuff know. because I this know. stuff is based in science, and this stuff is it's it's, it's behavioral science. It's behavioral yeah. science, and I think that is interesting. And if you can, you know, I'm for 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 like for all intents and purposes, what we're talking about tonight isn't how to like pick someone up. It's how to present yourself in the best manner possible, and how to, and, and how, how to recognize the friendship cues and yeah. and. The nonverbal friendship cues. I was saying how to establish a relationship, especially one based on friendship or some kind of commonality. Yeah. Yeah. So you may not want to do it if it's a, if you're looking for one night stand, it may not be quite the right thing. But if you're yeah. looking for an actual, some kind of relationship, then yeah. Yeah. Um, so moving on to not, again, mm-hmm. nonverbal friendship mm-hmm. cues. Uh, there are four. Do you remember the four? Oh, goodness. You're going to test me. I am. Um, nonverbal friendship cues. I would say the eyebrow flash. Um, there's the head tilt, uh, the genuine smile, and oh gosh, what's the last one? Isopraxism. There you go. Yes. All four of them. I'm impressed. <coughs> All right. So eyebrow flash. Eyebrow flash. Um, it happens in about a sixth of a second when we meet somebody. Um, it happens extremely quickly. It's uh, often accompanied by something like, hi, how are you? And we do this when we, we recognize people. And we, we, you know, it's, it's somebody, that we, somebody that we know. It's somebody that we're already in a tribe or a friendship mm-hmm. with. Um, often it happens from about two meters away. can happen from anywhere between 10. It can be recognized anywhere from 10 to 16 meters away. Um, so it's that it's that quick flash of an eyebrow of recognition when you, you see just somebody. Raise them real quick. Yeah, and, and yeah. we do this. I find myself doing this all the time. You you, oftentimes I do the head nod as well. Mm. Um, but it, it, we we do it, and if you do that to somebody, that's showing that you recognize them. So, um, or if they do it to you, that's showing that they recognize you. And so it's kind of 
something to watch out for because it's it's something we do without even really thinking about it, um, and that sort of gets me excited. I love I love when I do things and I don't even have any idea what I'm doing. Um, yeah, I was gonna say if you pay attention, most people will do it, but you just don't realize that you're doing it until now that you hear it and you're gonna think about it and realize that yeah, you actually do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's kind of cool. So pay attention to what you're doing. Next up is head tilting. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that I've seen as well. And I always go, I always go back to the bar, you know, cause alcohol, but, um, but as a, as a, um, as a sort of a, an experimental place and mm-hmm. you watch people do this and it's really cool cause, um, bartenders do it very well. They tilt their heads because it's a sign of, uh, being approachable, trustworthy, friendly, and honest. Mm-hmm. And if you go to a bartender, um, one that's very comfortable in their skin and, and is wanting people to come up and interact with them, it happens. They'll, they'll tilt their head to one side or the other. Um, and ultimately that's something that makes you appear more attractive because, um, if you want to look at uh, body language science it's because you're you're showing off your jugular so you're actually you're putting exposing yourself, yourself you're exposing yourself yeah. you're putting yourself in a position of vulnerability uh-huh. um, and that's that tends to be attractive to people because people are like oh look they're they're uh, they're being vulnerable in front of me yeah that's true because when you think about people that have like that don't do that and they have their head straight you know straight up and down kind of um, tend to be more, I'm going to say, like, forthright, and it's, like, I, I would say a sign of power. Or, power and dominance, yeah. absolutely. And it's it's something that... But it's, I, I don't associate that with, like, nice, friendly openness, kind of. Right. Especially on initial meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it tends to be men, more commonly, don't tilt their head than women. I can see that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's us bad men. I'll say, I think I live with my head tilted. I feel like it's tilted a lot. <laughs> well, I, mine is because I'm lazy and my head's heavy. It's, it's full of <laughs> it's brains. It's that massive brain. It's full of brains. Um, yes. They weigh you down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. You need a, uh, a brace to, like, hold your head up. I do, because it's... Or helium. I need to fill all that empty space with helium. Okay. That would be Wait, great. How do you have a lot of brains and empty space? I, it's, like, it's like Narnia up there. <laughs> Walk, look through my ear, you'll see little uh-huh. Tumnus. Hello, Timnus, Tumnus, whatever his name was. Goat boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was for you, Lawrence. That was for you, Lawrence. That's right. Um, so, what else can you do to present yourself? The One of the other four? Smile. I know. Come on, that, people. It's like the number of times we have been. It's not hard. You know, the number of times we've been at our secret spot and we've seen people sitting in the corner frowning, mm-hmm. we're supposed to be having fun. Um, going to a swingers event, going to a bar, it's supposed to be an enjoyable experience. It's supposed to be fun. And what do you do when you fun? You act like it's having fun, like you're having fun. And how do you do that? You smile. Uh huh. I, yeah. I, this isn't rocket science. Yeah. This is pretty common, you know, like, ugh, anyway. I think what happens, though, for a lot of people is they get especially in bigger cities where you're walking through the city and you don't want people to talk to you because, you know, you're just like, I'm, I'm on my way to work or I'm going shopping or meeting friends or whatever, and I don't want to talk to people around me. Yeah, get out of my way. Yeah, and all the, you know, people that are 
you know, standing around and handing out flyers or whatever, especially near train stations for us and stuff like that, and you don't want to talk to them, they kind of, like, put those blinders on and just yeah. head down. They scowl. And, the urban scowl. Yeah. It and, even has a name, the urban scowl. And so, yeah, and, and they're just like, don't talk to me. And I think that, you know, you get used to doing that a lot, and it then translates into when you're in these social environments. And then you look angry, and people don't want to talk to you. No, it's absolutely so just true. pay attention to your own body language and, and smile at people. Yes. Appear friendly. You should be friendly, but at least appear friendly. Yeah, you should be friendly. So actually sell yourself as friendly because you are friendly. Um, But yeah, smiling, of course, it makes you look less dominant and more likable, Mm -hmm. um, which is nice. That's how you, that's how people want to be, you want to be around people who are not dominant and and likable. I mean, it, it, it will, you want to be friendly. Yeah. Show confidence and act like you're happy and, you know enthusiastic and you're accepting smiling people are accepting people and that's kind of nice um and you will tend to have receptivity and i think that's a nice thing too yeah just, just smile people but but there are real smiles and fake smiles because we've all that's seen there. we've all seen the fake smiles we go to the Coles, Coles, woolies grocery store walmart wherever mm-hmm. and you see the people standing behind the counters checking you out not in a good kinky way but in the give me your money I'll give you Pay some for product. Your groceries. Yeah, yeah. Like GTFO. Um, <laughs> and they have to smile at a billion people a day. Yeah, and those yeah. Vo- those people don't have real smiles. But how do you tell a real smile? Real smiles have two things that fake smiles don't have. They have crow's feet at the corner of your eyes because you push your cheeks up, and that causes those wrinkles, and that therefore you also then have the upturned corners. Look at you! You're you're becoming a pro. I know. I love it. I actually paid attention. It's always funny because like. To me, people are, hate wrinkles. Everybody hates yeah. wrinkles, and I really don't understand that. I actually kind of like wrinkles because wrinkles t- have give definition and story to they, the face. They tell a story of your life. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we've had friends that yeah. go out and get the Botox in their forehead because I don't like my wrinkles. I don't like my wrinkles. And for me, most of the times when I see – it's so obvious that people have had Botox because mm-hmm. they're so shiny. Um, and – I, I mean, if you get Botox, I'm not going to judge. I don't care. Um, but it's one of those things that – I think you should be proud of your wrinkles. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of my wrinkles, yeah. and I have them. Um, all, most of my wrinkles are from smiling too much. I was going to say, my, yeah, I've definitely got the crow's feet wrinkles, but I'm okay with that because they're, they're happy wrinkles. Yes, and you have, the, so. you have the orgasm wrinkles as well. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. you make, because she makes this face when she orgasms, and it's like right there. The, at, my eyebrows furrow together, yeah, they, so you get that, those two lines in between. It's like, an, it's like a, per, a, a perpendicular equal side. Yeah, it's like at the top of the bridge of the nose kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, those are my O lines. Yeah. They're going to be very deep one day, but yeah, it's okay. It's That's a, really, a lot of yeah. good happiness. That's right. <coughs> I like to think that I help those ruts. Oh, you do. <laughs> a lot. Cre- crevices of love. Um can I see your crevice of love? <laughs> that sounds like a really good song from a musical. <laughs> the crevices of love. That does not sound like a good song. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can workshop it though, make it a better song. That's all right, all right, all right. We'll we'll do that. All right. Coming to the Great White Way, crevices of love, starring me. <laughs> What's the point of doing a musical if I can't be the star of it? Anyway, um, yeah. So, sorry, we're we're also eating dinner tonight. Yeah, um, imagine that. I got some chicken wangs. Yeah. So the fourth one, isopraxism. Yes. Yeah. And everybody gets a nickel. 
a shiny nickel, if you know what isopraxism is. I wonder if anybody's yelling at their phones right now. I bet a lot of people know what it is. I bet a lot of people can't spell it. Yeah. Anyway, um, isopraxism is a $10 word for mirroring. Um, so it, it's one of those things, and again, this is something that um, we do this without even thinking about it. And, and it's I, I kind of love it because, again, you go to the bars and you see it all the time because yeah. you see couples sitting down at a bar or at, at a table and they lean into each other or they when they're when they're intimate and, and, and sharing moments and they lean away from each other when they both want to get away. Um, groups of people, you'll see them standing at the bar and one will take a drink and then within 20 or 30 seconds, suddenly everybody's parched and they want to take a drink too. So they, they drink as well. Mm-hmm. Um, or at work, you might scratch your arm and because you're part of a team or in a group of people that want to be part of a team other people will get an itch mm-hmm. it's like the itch is contagious and often what happens too is uh if you play with your hair you'll just kind of run your fingers through or over or just you know tw- twirl it a little bit then you'll see kind of around the group little by little people start kind of fiddling with their hair a little bit I think it's fascinating. I, I, that's my favorite one. Yeah. Um, and I love to... I it's love, fun to watch people and, and yeah. pick it out in groups. You can definitely see it. Um, just a, a, a taking a step away from isopraxism, something else that I think is really cool is you'll see people at, um, at restaurants. Oftentimes what we'll do is when we sit down at a table, the first thing we'll do is we'll move the stuff from the center to yeah. one edge of the table. And that's because we really we don't want anything as a physical barrier between... Um, between us because we feel that it affects our communication Mm -hmm. and how does that affect our communication because it it blocks our visual sight our line of sight between the two people so we'll move that so that we can more clearly read uh, the people that we're sitting at the table with so if you see people sit down at the table and they don't move um, that might mean that they actually want to be uh, move the objects they might want that barrier that protection Mm -hmm. Um, yeah yeah that's always an interesting one to watch out for so You've, you, we've got these four kind of things down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how do we know? I guess if somebody is interested in in you, how do we know if they like you back? Um, I would say pay attention to how they respond to your cues. And so, if you're, you know, looking at them and smiling, do they? Are they looking back at you? Are they returning your gaze? Um, in more than just a quick pass, like, you know, scanning the room kind of thing. But right. are they actually, you know, paying attention to you? And are they smiling back? That's, you know, that's important. If Especially if they're meeting your eyes and smiling at the same time, I would say. Right. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And it's, it's one of the things, too. You want to make sure it's a real smile. Yeah. You know, because they they may just be polite. May just be being polite. Yeah. Um, yeah, but definitely, a, you, a, you know, make eye contact. Um, you know, you end that non-creepy stare you end that gaze with a a, a genuine smile and then if you get uh, a return smile if you look back at them and they're smiling mm-hmm. um or a return they're also looking back at you looking at you um yeah that's definitely a good idea or good sign and good. you can as far as the isopraxism goes as well t- you know, look and see if they are mirroring anything that you're doing or maybe you're mirroring them yes but you know pay attention to that um you know and it, if if you're standing, if you're standing near these people, or you're standing near a person that you're interested in, person or persons, um, let's say at a, a meet and mingle or a, a cocktail party or something like that, um, you know, 
if people who close their arms or cross their arms, they're they're trying to protect themselves. They're trying to say, you know, give them a little more space. Um, unless it's a really cold room. Unless it's a really cold room. That's true. Because especially with women, if you have a skimpy little dress on and it's a cold room, it could just be that you're cold. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I guess that's a good point. A lot of the, uh, these are all uh, paint broad strokes. Generalizations, strokes. yeah. Yeah, definitely generalizations. Um, and I would say, too, is kind of it's a it is a nonverbal cue but it's a little more intimate uh cue as well is the light touches like on your arm yeah you know if somebody's like telling a joke or talking to you and they kind of just lightly put their hand on your your arm just as in, in a passing type of thing just a couple of seconds yeah that's a pretty good i do cue. that a lot that's a pretty good cue that they're into you i, I do that a lot i i it's something that i'm a toucher yeah so I, i'll do that with you know, work colleagues without even thinking about it. You know, it's for me. It's a um, I do that quick tap on their arm or shoulder um, because it's a we're part of the same team kind of thing, mm-hmm. and and I like that that just like comp, uh, the the what's the not not confidence but the camaraderie. There's a word gotcha. I knew it was a c word, but not that c word. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's that camaraderie that we have, and that's part of how I build that team kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, but yeah, check out like which way people are leaning as well. If they're, you know, if you're if you're cold, you're gonna have your arms crossed and probably leaning a bit forward. But mm-hmm. if your arms are crossed and your shoulders are rolled back and leaning back, yeah. that's a power position and also a position of you know they're trying to get away from you. They're again, they're trying to they're not interested. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Interested. Right. Likely. Um, and check out which way their feet are pointing. Your feet tell where the body wants to go. So if their feet are pointed towards the door and their body is pointed towards you, they want to get away. They're trying to, their feet are, 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 are trying to tell you a message, try to tell you a story. Um, if you've got a group of people standing in a circle uh, and you want to enter that circle or you and your partner want to enter that circle, again, check that, check their feet. Typically if, uh, if a group is a closed group and is not, I'm using air quotes here, accepting more applicants, um, the feet will be all pointed towards the center of the circle. Whereas if they're looking for new applicants, new people or an open group ready for people to join, they, there'll be some, 
there be they won't all the feet won't all be pointing towards some the toes center, pointing so. out yeah. and maybe bodies turned a little yeah. and I think that's an interesting one for especially a, a swingers club or a meet and mingle type of thing um, because it's it's can be a little daunting if you walk into the room and there's all you know there are groups of people already established then you know how do you know which one to go up to and if there's somebody that you see that you're interested in or a group of people that you're interested in you know check look at their feet look at where their bodies are pointed and see if they're open to having other people join them or not. Um, but that can be, because that can be a hard thing to establish when you're walking in if you're not looking at those cues. It's like, you know, you might feel like I can't walk up to them. But yet if you look at their feet, they could be a very open group. Yeah, and we've seen that before. Um, the meet and mingle that, um, that Our Secret Spot runs. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen groups where they all look like they're intent and talking, and then, but you look at their feet, and there's they're not all pointed towards the center. And you yeah. make contact. I, I, what, boy, I ran like four words together there. You make eye contact with somebody, <laughs> um, and they instantly smile, and they oh come on over or come on yeah. in, and they accept you yeah. into the group. And it's to me that it's things like that just never cease to amaze me. Um, and they definitely work. The the feet one, the closed groups, I, I'm a firm believer of. Yeah. Um, because we've also tried to get into those closed groups because of someone that we're, someone or someones that we're interested in, and it's you're, there's no way to do it. It's just there. That group is. It's clear that group is closed. Yeah. Um, that always. I think it's cool. Um, another thing you can do is ask for a small, simple favor. Uh, you know, this is something that we all want to feel good about ourselves. We all want to feel like we're nice, good people. Um, and by asking somebody for a small, simple favor, um, then you are gifting them with that uh, they're going to feel good about themselves. So, for instance, uh, you're at a bar. You you get up and need to use the restroom. So you ask the person, uh, you say, oh, will you please watch my seat? You go to the bathroom, come back. Uh, and then when you do, you oh, thank you very much. You genuinely thank them. Um, and you've given them that that good feeling of, of, hey, I've done something mm-hmm. for somebody. And that's a, you know, again, we want to be around people who make us feel good. And also when you say thank you, it, it opens up that chance for conversation as well. Yeah. Because you can say, oh, thank you, you know, and then just kind of go on from there. And, and depending on the situation, just start talking to them about something. Even if it's just a passing comment and see if they respond and if they're receptive. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing now. So, as I said, we're we're having this light bite. <laughs> One of the light bites that we've had tonight is chicken wings. Mm-hmm. Um, and watching you drink using only you, you're like a toddler because you're grabbing the glass with just the palms the of your palms, hands, not your yeah. fingers, because your fingers are so shiny with my fingers with, are greasy with chicken wang juice. Yeah, how else am I supposed to do it? I don't know. Other just, than dirtying a billion napkins every time I want to take a drink. Fair enough. I'll just drink like a toddler. Maybe I need a sippy cup. That we, we totally need to get you a sippy cup. <laughs> mm. So, um, pitfalls, things don't to do, don't to do. Wow, good English. I like that. Don't to do. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Things don't to do. <laughs> do not do these. You will. <laughs> I'm gonna start beatboxing. <laughs> I'm I'm really trying to contain it and not do it because I don't want the Twitter um, people to yell at me again. Um, pitfalls. Some of us want to hear it. No, not going to do it. No, there's just it's. Once we start our Patreon account, I'll have a special section for people who like my <laughs> Yoda beatboxing. For one dollar a day, <laughs> you can have my ringtone of Bradford Yoda beatboxing. 
One dollar a day. That's kind of a lot. One dollar a month. One dollar. Okay. Yeah. Hey, my beatboxing is worth a lot. All right, woman. Okay. All right. Sure. Sorry. Pay me, you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, elevator eyes. God, I. Uh, I see this a lot. We see you see this at at, uh, at swingers clubs all the time. You see this in in literally in elevators. You see this. At, we I've seen it at work. It's disgusting. So, um, I think unfortunately too, women are are more commonly the sufferers of this than men. Um, but it happens to men too. But it happens to men too because I've had it done to me. But it's where the the people look at you. And then they just slowly go down, you know, top of the head, down to the feet, and then slowly back up. And it's just, it makes me feel dirty just pretending to do Mm -hmm. it. It makes me feel dirty when I see it done or have it done to me. It's gross. Don't do that. Don't be an asshole. That's creepy. That's a douche move. Mm -hmm. Don't be a douche. Don't do what Donnie don't does. (laughs) The birds are out there fucking again tonight. Bird orgy. It's springtime. Woo! Get out. I guess technically summer now. But. Hey, baby, you look tweet. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. See? Flirting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> We're giving flirting advice. <laughs> <laughs> Are the birds paying attention? Oh, my God. Um, so the spotlight effect. This is, you know, isopraxism. Again, if you if trying to mirror somebody too closely, don't do that because you're going to it's going to be very obvious. Um, or uh, if you keep trying to play that game where you do different things and see if people follow you, because it's a fun game to do, trust me. Um, but then it becomes super obvious. Soon, and, sooner or yeah. later it becomes super obvious and you are spotlighted. You, It's very clear that you're um, not part of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, we already talked about the urban scowl. Don't, don't have furrowed brows. I mean, don't be grumpy. Um, smile. And smile, it's, yeah, smile, smile, smile. smile. Um, and then practice. You know, the more you or cognizant of how you present yourself um, and more aware you are of it, the better you'll be at either, you know, noticing yourself and noticing other people who are receptive to, you know, to this kind of interaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, the question a lot of people have as well is, is how do I know if someone's flirting with me? Because it's one thing to put these things into practice and to kind of start using some of them. But it can be a whole different ballgame to recognize them when someone's doing them to you. Because you may think, you know, why would anybody flirt with me? Or especially if it's somebody that you find really attractive, it can be daunting. And you might think, oh, I'm not good enough for them. And you don't look for those signs in in their interactions with you. Yeah, that's all bullshit. I mean, you're right, but you are good enough. You are smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like you. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's like, come on. Um, Give yourself some credit. Um, you know, it's, and I would say again, too, it's, it's practice here in recognizing them, not only practice in, in doing them and learning how to flirt again with people. Um, but just practice in recognizing them, you know, pay attention to people's body language, pay attention to, to their eyes, their smiles, you know, where their feet are pointing and, and think to look for those things. And if someone touches you that light brief touch on your arm, don't dismiss it, you know? Kind of re- take a moment and recognize and think, oh yeah, they're maybe maybe they're interested in me. They smacked a mosquito off of me. How nice! <laughs> <laughs> That's different. Oh, sorry. So, do you want to talk about uh, like triggers and things, things that trigger that, that turn you on? Yeah, 
that turn you on, that um, turn people on? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. some general general triggers that what? that we say. You know, if you're if you're purposefully going out to meet people, you're going to go to a meet and mingle or a swingers club, or you're going on a date with somebody that you've met online or wherever. Um, once you've decided to do that, you know how how do you present yourself in the best way? And there are certain things um, like some colors. First of all. We always say wear something that you feel comfortable in and feel sexy in. Yeah. I it, always wear purple. Yeah. Purple and white. Those are my things. Yeah. So it's it's whatever you feel comfortable and sexy in. I mean, you don't want to go, like, out in your jammies because, yes, while they're comfortable, that that's not the point. You just don't want to be, like, stiff and in something that, that you can't move in or sit in or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically, red is a good trigger color. Um, you know, most people see red and are attracted to that. Uh, like you said, for you, it's purple. That's what you like and white. Um, but just, I would say, be a pick whatever color. And it may depend on your skin tone, your eyes. You know, if you've got green eyes, then absolutely. But you don't necessarily have to wear green, but maybe a piece of jewelry that pulls that out or that kind of thing. So just pay attention to, to what you're wearing and the colors in there and how they look on you. I always think of Barty Stinson. Um, oh, God. When he says uh, 24 similarities between women and fish, which... <laughs> It's it's horrific, but I just love that both are attracted to shiny objects. Um, mm. Because I have to be honest, I'm attracted to shiny objects. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, a nice piece of jewelry or yeah. earrings, necklace, something. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that even a nice bag that you know. Oh my god, I'm a sucker for yeah. an expensive purse. Yeah. Yeah, that's always a good one. Not for um, me, I'm saying, like, seeing, like, especially a lady. Like, it's so funny, and I don't know why this is, but um, Kate Spade is the designer that I absolutely love. Um, if if I see a lady get on the bus with a Kate Spade bag, I instantly, I'm like, oh, she's pretty. It's like, <laughs> what, what, really? <laughs> why is this? So, yeah, Kate Spade, Michael Kors, I'm a sucker yeah. for both of them. Yeah. I've seen a couple of guys get on the bus, and... You can just, they, like, their blazers or, or, or suits mm-hmm. will open up just a bit, and I can see the inside lining, and I'll know it's a Ted Baker by the inside lining. Yep. And I'm like, nice. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, those are nice. But I digress. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, one of the other triggers, well, I think shiny things and, and a little bit of bling was one of them, um, but revealing clothes. I mean, mm, we all know. Course. Especially for females, if you show a little bit of cleavage, it doesn't mean you have to have everything hanging out. Um but just, and it doesn't even have to be cleavage, but just skin in general. Like whether it be your arms, you know, your arms are exposed, maybe your legs, it could be cleavage. But but skin is one of those triggers in that, you know, people like to see that. Yeah. Um, and, and heels. Yeah. High heels. Um, the, there's, again, that great quote from Kinky Boots where they talk about, you know, why do we wear heels? And it's the makes the lifts the bottom for and makes them ripe for mating season. <laughs> like it, it does. And it's amazing to me how the difference a set of heels. Mm-hmm. I actually wish that men would wear heels, um, like in normal day to day stuff. Because again, it shows I, like, off the ass. My legs yeah. look so much better when I'm in on a platform or heels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have like not great legs until I'm. Standing on tiptoe, and then suddenly I'm like, "Oh well!" And look at my ass. Yeah, so, just saying. Yeah. Uh, revealing clothes. 
I guess like tight clothing, I guess is more what I'm thinking here, but like tight clothing that kind of, it it kind of reveals your shape and gives a clue as to what, especially if you're looking like in a swingers event, you know, you want to give people a little bit of an idea without too much as to what, what might be under there. Um, and again, highlight your best asset. It doesn't mean that you have to be like skin tight clothes from head to toe, but you know, if you, if you really like your, your chest or your back, then wear something that accentuates that. If it's your hips, if it's your legs, whatever, you know, that, that's kind of what you want to show off. So I agree completely. Um, and, and remember like those first impressions, you have about 30 seconds to make a a first impression. You can overcome a failing from a first impression, Mm -hmm. but that initial you know, that initial uh, intro, um, you got to put, again, smile, put on your best yeah. assets, um, put, put your best side forward, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you be careful between confidence and arrogance. Yeah. And I think, so for the longest time, I had trouble with, with distinguishing the two. Um, I knew, you know, when I saw it, but it was hard to verbalize what it was. Um, and I think Miss Jiff put it the best. So... And I'm going to completely butcher her her uh, analogy, but confidence was you know you go in and you are 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 confident and and showing that you're being fed from um, you're feeding everybody. I think like like you come in and you're like I'm I'm comfortable in my own skin and I want to give you this comfort. As far as like the energy in the yeah, room, this goes. energy. Yeah. Whereas arrogance is about sucking that energy from the room and sucking that energy oh, from yeah. each other. Um, it's an interesting way to look so at it. So confidence comes out and you exude energy and good positivity, whereas arrogance comes in and it, it, it sucks it out of the room. Steals the soul. Fun suckers, which, you know, can be fun as well, but not that kind of fun sucking. Right. 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 Yeah, and again, I would say, you know, in, in looking at these signs from people, just pay attention to when you are interacting with people or if you see someone across the room that you're interested in, pay attention to are they looking at you? Are they returning your gaze? Are they smiling like genuinely at you? If you're engaged in, in talking with them, you know, their body language, are they leaning in towards you? Are they light touches? Is it a genuine smile? And are they actually making an effort to carry on the conversation and learn more about you yeah. and not just talk about themselves? Um yeah, that, that's a good way to kind of gauge whether someone's interested in you as well. Yeah, the, I've seen it before a number of times, and I've done it, you know, without really even realizing it. Um, when I'm no longer interested, I'm like, okay, I'm not interested in this person, or I want to get away from this conversation. Mm-hmm. My, my eyes start to wander. Um, You're not focused on I'm them. I'm not focused on them, yeah. and that's that's a big sign. And I wish I, – I try to be very focused on that. And mm-hmm. if I see somebody's eyes start to wander, I'll say, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'll excuse myself. Right. I won't give them an uh, – um, and out, like, do you want to go do this or uh-huh. do you want? I'll say, oh well, I'm going to go over here. Yeah. Um, if you want to talk, chat more, you know, I'll be over here, and that gives them that sort of. And that's good because some people don't know how to take the initiative and how to end something when they want to get out. Some people just don't know how to say, you know, hey, I'm without saying that I'm not comfortable with this anymore. I'm not interested in this situation anymore. I want to go somewhere else. And so I th- if you see those signs in someone that they aren't interested in you anymore, that's a good way to do it is say, you know, I'm going to go get a glass of water or I'm going to go get another drink or, or maybe, oh, I see someone over there I'm wanna, I'm, I haven't seen in a bit. I'm going to yeah. go say hi to them or just something, you know, even just a little maybe go to the restroom, but just kind of get that break from them in there. Yeah. Um, and because they may not know how to do that. They may not be comfortable saying, 
excusing themselves from the situation. And the same thing goes in reverse. So if somebody you want to get away from a conversation, do any of those, yeah. any of the things that you just said. Or even just say, hey, it was nice talking to you. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna go, go over here now. I'm going to go mingle with these people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially at, at Meet and Mingles and at Swinger events. I mean, the whole point is to move around. It's not like you go to one person or one group at the beginning and that's it. You're stuck. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't think A, anyone should take offense to it if, if that happens. And, and B, don't take offense if that happens to you. Yeah. You're there to meet yeah. and mingle. Yeah. Not one or both. Right. Um, yeah. So, what do you think about pickup lines? Um, I would say most of the time they're cheesy and would immediately turn me off of it, of interacting with that person, unless they're funny because I like humor and that's just me. So, but most of the time they are <coughs> cheesy. So, I know that... If you're talking like scripted lines. Well, I mean things like... Um, you know, would you grab my arm so I can tell my friends I've been touched by an angel? Yeah, that's cheesy as hell. I mean, it's like, ugh. Yeah. Like, that's... Or, and that's um, not funny. No. <laughs> yeah. Do you believe in love at first sight, or should I walk by again? Only if you walk out the door. Yeah, bye bye Yeah, I don't know. So I know that we've discussed this with Miss Jiff as well, and she... Yeah. She loves them. She thinks they're hilarious. They make her laugh, and that's, that's it. These don't make me laugh. These make no. me sort of sad. But if you can come up with something that is... Clearly not, clearly something that you haven't said mm-hmm. a, a million times before, then maybe. But most pickup lines are just that. They're fucking lines. Yeah. Um, and they're not going to work on me. I've had people try one or two on me. It doesn't work. And you're like, oh, that was cute, but no. So do you remember like have, having somebody use a line on you? Um... The most recent one, which actually was not a terrible one, um, was, it, it wasn't in a actual, I mean, I think it was sort of in a, I maybe kind of want to pick you up way, but at the same time they knew it wasn't going to happen. Um, but a guy came up to me and he was like, you know, you're a rare breed around here. There's not a lot of short brunettes in Australia. Most are tall blondes. And I was like, okay, that's kind of yeah, that's not not terrible, that, but but that was his line was you know, and I was like, okay, yeah, you know. Uh, part of me feels like that also that falls into that stupid pickup artist. Negative it does because you're you're clearly saying that you're not. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, that's not a good line. It's not a good line, but at the same time, it's like, well, it's at least different than yeah, fair enough. But, a lot of other ones, but yeah, but I think he also knew he's like, this isn't going to work. So <laughs> it's like no. Oh my god! It's yeah. a good good effort, bud. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that was that recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was the same guy who uh, said to me, uh, air quotes, jokingly, um, that uh, you know you, you're you're pretty good, but uh, you need to work on your sit ups. Wow! And I thought to myself, "Ooh, dude, you're kind of a dick." Yeah. So yeah, not a hi. Yeah, negging does not work with no. us. No, you if yeah, that is. That is a horrible... Do not do shit like that, people. No, don't do yeah. that. Be, remember, be nice. Treat people the way you wish to be treated, and then good things will happen to you. I'm trying to think of any other lines I've heard lately, but... Yeah, that's the only... I mean, I don't think he was trying to pick me up. I think he was just trying to be an absolute yeah. cunt. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't... I can't remember any more mm-hmm. lines that... I mean, the best thing to do is... Don't, don't use a scripted, cheesy line that you've used yeah. on a billion people. But just go up to somebody... 
Um, a, a great opener is hi. I'm whoever, whatever your name is. Hello, my name is insert your name here. Yeah, and just say you know, and and just strike up that conversation and say you know, I noticed something about you. I noticed your smile. I noticed your shoes, or you know. Love the dress or something, and just, color your hair, yeah. the your fingernails, the yeah. But be honest, and so whatever it yeah. was that drew you to them, compliment them on that. Yeah. Or or just you know even if there's something, um, sometimes somebody will have something like either like on a, a jacket, or you may notice a book they're reading or something, and that's a commonality or has yep. a common interest. So you can kind of bring that in and strike up a conversation that way. Or you might recognize a brand of something. Or yeah. you know, we've I've started up conversations with people because they were wearing Converse shoes. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, oh, nice Connie's. You know, and then we're like, oh, really? I've got these, blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, my God, i got yeah. a pair. And then next thing you know, you're having a conversation with somebody um, just over a pair of, of all, all-stars. I mean, yeah. it's just, it, it doesn't have to be, I don't know. I think the problem with most people is they 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 shoot themselves in the foot by being trying to be too clever. Yeah. Um, they feel like, you know, they feel like what they need to do, they need to be something or they need to be, they have to be funny or they have to be clever. You don't have to be anything. You just have to be honest. Yeah. I say like, people um, want honesty. Yeah. Yeah. You know. They want to know that you're a genuine person. Some people are very good at making up something, a clever quip on the spot and some people aren't and both, both are fine. If you're funny, you'll be funny. Yeah. You know, you don't have to fake being funny and the last thing you need to do is to fake something in this first, you know, 30 seconds. I want you to be real. Yeah. Um, that's just, but that's just me, I guess. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree, for sure. So if um, we talked a bit about how to say how to get out of a conversation or say whatever, but mm-hmm. um, if somebody is clearly not interested in you, or if your first opening pickup, hello, uh, greeting, didn't work, um, that's not an excuse or or a cause for you to try round two. Um, be just take it. I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. We'll have a great night. Mm-hmm. Um, if you failed the first time, you know that's fine. Don't just keep retrying. Yeah. Um, even, you know you can try again, but give it a while, and then come back and then say something again. And if it fails again, done. that's it. You're done. Yeah. You know that's don't uh, yeah. don't keep trying to to beat that dead horse. Just just accept it if somebody's not into you. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. We're not all into everyone. Um, just like you aren't into everyone, unless you are, then that's kind of weird. Uh, but if you're not, <laughs> just like you're not into everyone, everyone's not going to be into you. Um, we've had plenty of times that we've been shot down. Yeah. Um, or, you know, we're really interested in somebody and it just, it's clear they're not interested in us. And although it hurts the ego a bit, um, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah. And they're all attracted to shiny things. But <laughs> Uh, they're more fun to catch with a beer? I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> they're more fun to catch with a double chocolate stout. There you go. That's better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the main thing is just, you know, again, like you want people to be honest with you, you should be honest with them. And if you're not interested in them, just say, you know, a, not, yeah, I'm not interested, depending on the situation. You can just outright say that. Or, you know, it was great talking to you, or, you know, nice to meet you. I'm, you know, just going to excuse myself over here or something, whatever. Um, and if somebody says no to you, and especially like once you get around to wanting to play with somebody, if somebody says no, just say, okay, thanks. Yeah. You know, you know uh, uh, have a good night. I know, too, there are, there are those folks out there who you really take it seriously and, and or, or take it personally when you get turned down. Um, 
But it's it ha- again, it happens to all of us, mm-hmm. and you'll have bad nights. Mm-hmm. We've had nights mm-hmm. where everyone we talk to, it's very clear they're not into into us or interested in yeah. us. Um, and you're like, oh, okay. And he starts you you start to see it in your own body language. Yeah. Um, you'll slump your shoulders, and I think what or, or you won't be smiling as much because you're already sort of it's a self fulfilling prophecy. I'm going to yeah. fail, so you fail. Um, that's a big thing. Don't sort of don't set yourself up for failure. Yeah. Um, because if you walk up to somebody, again, slump shoulders and you're dragging your feet because, you know, the last two people said no or weren't interested and you're mm-hmm. not smiling and hi. I mean, nobody, <laughs> it's like, ugh, just. And also don't take it personally as well because it, it could be that they're just completely not interested in you. It could also be that they just aren't feeling it or there's something else going on. I know there's times that we end up at the club and we may just, if, especially if it's been a hectic week, you know, we may be there because we want to socialize with people, but we really just want to play with each other. You yes. know, if we haven't had enough time with each other, we just want to play with each other and maybe put on a show for people. Um, but Crevices. <laughs> wait, 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 damn it, I already forgot the name of my musical. Uh, I don't remember. Anyway. It had something to do with crevices. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, it, so don't, it could be situational as well. So it may be that they're not interested in you. Maybe they're not interested in playing at that moment right. or whatever. But, again, just don't take offense and just say, okay, and you move on. And, yeah. But but I think the main thing is, is first, before you ever get to that point, recognizing if somebody's actually flirting with you and you have to flirt with them. Crevices or it's never going to happen. Just hit me. Ah, crevices I- I'm listening love. to there you. We go. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening to you, but my whole brain is going, what was the name of that song in my yeah. musical? Because we were going to put on a show for people. Oh, okay. That was you. Well, said, we should work on that then. Yeah, yeah. we should. <laughs> no, but I think you're spot on. You're exactly right. I'm just a- an asshole who's sitting over here thinking yeah, no, about what yeah. music. Sorry. You can be an asshole. Oh. <laughs> well, you are what you eat. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. So, uh, any f- any final advice and thoughts on flirting? Um, be genuine and be open minded. Pay attention. Yeah. That's all. I don't know. Uh, I think we've said it all. I would also say, honestly, again, like I said, I flirt with everyone, everyone. Yeah. And I don't. It's not to. I, I'm not looking to get laid. I'm looking to make connections. Um, it's just be friendly. Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'm just trying to be friendly and trying to be nice, and it's fun to do. So I find myself doing it at the grocery store, mm-hmm. at, at at bars, um, airplanes, yeah. even. You know, it's just like wherever I am, I'm constantly, you know, sort of just honing my skills, mm-hmm. um, so that when we are at a situation like a meet and mingle or or uh, at at a club, that I can, I'm I'm more of a a, a laser than a light bulb. It becomes it c- comes to you a little more naturally at that point then. Because if you do practice it, then it doesn't feel awkward when you're doing it. Yeah. Because the first few times when you do some of these things, it's going to feel awkward. Yeah. And you're going to be like, oh, everybody's staring at me. But that's not the case. Why would anybody like me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because you're good enough, you're smart enough, and gosh darn it, people should like you. Exactly. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. I didn't say it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, you did just then. Ooh, fair enough, but I stole it from uh, Sally Fields. Yeah. Sally Fields? It was her Oscar speech. I don't remember. People are yelling at me again. Anyway, remember, crevices of love. Um, (laughs) All right, so (laughs) that's the best I got, folks. So do you know when that was actually recorded in 2017? Do you know when that was Uh actually? Oh, my God, how do you know that? Um, When was it recorded? It was early December. Uh Uh-huh. 
And that was right before your splashing party. Oh, my God. Your 40th birthday party at OSS. <gasps> young Bradford. Oh, uh-huh. the young Bradford and Angela. How sexy and smart you were. <laughs> how clever. How clever. Clever girl. <laughs> yeah, now I'm taking your lines. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you, you do it much better than I do. Go ahead. Clever girl. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't help but hear it in Mr. H's voice. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he does sound like uh, Muldoon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope you learned a bit about flirting. I think that was good information. Yeah. Take that, use it. Uh, if you have things that you would like to add to it, let us know. We're I'm kind of curious. If you have questions that come up from this, uh, I'm really curious to see what um, what you think. Like what mm-hmm. what what are your questions? Yeah, absolutely. What are your comments. Um, what are you doing with your sex toys right now? Because if you're looking for sex toys, you should go to AdamandEve.com and uh, find you something. Find you something special. You know, treat yourself. It's coming up on the holidays. You know, and and you need to make yourself a ho ho ho, uh, who screams, mo mo mo, like mo says like, <laughs> no way screaming for you mo. That's okay. I'm just gonna hang myself again. Anyway, uh, no, go to adamandeve.com and uh, when you check out, use the checkout code by the by, and uh, you're gonna get some good stuff. You get fifty percent off of an item. That's right, fifty percent off an item. You're gonna get free shipping. Yeah. And videos on demand. Yes. And they're going to throw in some extra toys into the box. And anytime you can cram new things into your box, you should. I like extra toys in my box. Uh, I mean, some of us, our cup runneth over. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so go to adamandeve.com and uh, you know, use, the, use the checkout code by the by. Get yourself something nice. Let us know what you got. Mm-hmm. And how can they let us know what they got? Well... Oh, wait, before you start on that. But wait, there's more. Yeah. Uh, so before you talk about how they can get in touch with us otherwise. Oh, that's right. I know where you're going with we this. We are asking, we're having a call out for stories, sex stories. They can be funny sex stories, um, sex mishaps, any kind of entertaining sex story that you might want to hear aloud read by us. After a few drinks. It's true. We're going to get drunk. We're going to read sex stories and we're going to talk about how sexy or unsexy they are. Yes. And we're going to do this all on video. They don't have to be real. Like you can make up a sex story. Just make it fucking good. If you make it up, you better be good. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And, and we're going to do this all on video. We're going to post this, um, well, to our Patreon page. Mm -hmm. To the the website. To the website. Uh, and that website is www.bythebuy.com.au. But if you have a sex story, Angela, how can they send their sex story into us? They can email us at stories at bythebuy.com.au. S-T-O-R-I-E-S at bythebuy.com.au. And so, look, we are not going to read these stories. We're going to read them fresh. Like, it's going to be one of those. Mm-hmm. They're going to be printed out. Or actually, we will, we'll save the paper. They're going to be on an iPad, and we're going to pass it around, and we're going to read the hell out of them. Uh, we have They're Leo be, and the gentleman curating them for us. Yep. And uh, one of them sexy fuckers is going to be uh, doing the whole video thing. so a recording thing, I should say. So it's going to be uh, mm-hmm. goddamn. So you're going to get to not see them in the background. That's right, but you'll hear them. They'll be giggling. <laughs> yeah. But that, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. Oh, it'll be we so much fun. We hope to start that probably in January. Mm-hmm. So, But get your stories into us now, please. Yeah, we'll do several of them. Uh, we've already yeah. gotten a few stories in, uh, so it'll be good. We can make a compilation. We can do a couple videos. We can Whatever we get, we'll do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really yeah. excited. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So how else can you get a hold of us? You can email us at theatomsoflove at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook at By the By Podcast. Um, you can smoke signal us at... Um, Are you having a baby? That's <laughs> Lamaze. It's... <laughs> that's my baby. He's a goat child. Have you practiced that? Yes, it's... Um, Apparently, Lawrence, you need to practice yours a little more. It's Lawrence is in my <laughs> love child. Goat baby. So, uh, yeah, I guess uh, we're about to wrap this mud up, right? Yeah, yeah. Get uh, in touch with us. Yeah. And, uh, send us your stories. Mm. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.